Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Well, it's a good day for singing the song. And it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, hello. How are you? Are you having a good day here at 710 in the morning? This is the Watchdog Morning Show, and if you're not, we'll try to make it better between now and 10 o'clock with good information, conversation, a little controversy, and always a tad of fun when Slider and I get together. Sometimes they say we get a little, we have a little bit too much fun sometimes. Silly, Howard. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. You should be an important, serious radio show. Howard, you used to always be an important, serious radio show. What has happened to you? Well, Slider's happened to me. It's... <laughs> Welcome to Hee Haw. <laughs> exactly. And so so we go hither and yawn. 56 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 55 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove, and 55 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Could see some rain during the day, otherwise kind of gloomy, cloudy, a high around 68 today. Working our way up the temperature scale all throughout going into and through the weekend, 72 tomorrow, 76 on Saturday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of et cetera, did you look into this time next week, Howard? I didn't do that. 80s. Really? See, we yes. talked about that. It's good. Falls here, 80 degree weather. What the? I looked at the other side of things. I was looking at the calendar, and I really. Do you realize in two days, uh, September is gone? History, Howard. September is gone. I'm still trying to hold on to like June. I'm still. Come on, give me, give me a good, good July. Well, and, that'll. And we're. It's, it's September is gone. That'll be our theme tomorrow. We will say goodbye to September. Goodbye September. Goodbye. Hello October. The winds will blow. I don't like you, don't you know? Ah, but we're getting ready for Halloween. Teddy's getting thinking about what he's going to wear for his Halloween costume and talking about going out for trick-or-treating and so on. If you were trick-or-treating this year, what would you dress up as, Bob? Oh, geez. Caught me off guard with that one, Howard. I know. I didn't give you any advance warning on that, and, and I, I don't have an answer myself, so uh, I don't even know what I would come <laughs> up with. Um, I'd like to be Elon Musk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How about, uh, I, I, I think you could be uh, Jim Justice. Oh, I could do Jim Justice. You could. Now, do you know anybody with a with a dog, a big fat dog that you could borrow? I could get a dog. That's Hey, listen, I, in all seriousness, I wonder how many of those we'll see on Halloween night. The Jim Justice costumes? That would be, yeah, that would be good. And I want goodness for everybody. Goodness. It's time for goodness. I'm here to bring goodness to everybody. I hope you all love baby dog. Take a picture, and uh, that'll go to my campaign money because I'm broke. Oh, I can see the Jim Justice campaign with, like, a picture of a blank check on the front or or an empty bank account or something. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. If I were – I don't have any plans to do any – any Halloween parties? Well, you can sit out there and be Jim Justice, Howard. You but, know, that's what he does, right? He finds a good place to sit down. That's what I, you know, I'm the guy who hands out the candy on Halloween night, on trick-or-treat night. Teddy goes out, and uh, his parents are with him. What Usually his parents go with him to trick-or-treat, and Nancy goes to his parents' house to be their trick-or-treat hander outer. And I have, for all the years that we've had kids, I've been the one to sit on my front stoop and hand out candy. I could do that in a Jim Justice costume. 
And when they come up, I say, hello, hi, boys and girls. Do you, did you like some goodness? I've got some candy here. It's, it's goodness if you'd like it. If you're an owner of a fat bulldog and Howard can borrow it for a couple hours, <laughs> yes. let us know. I love the idea. I absolutely love that idea. That's why your mind works differently than mine. You see, you see opportunities, Bob, where I don't, uh, I don't always see them. 713 Watchdog Morning Show. We have a busy morning this morning, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, as I alluded to yesterday, it is true now, the head of Roxby Development, Bob, has been indicted on another 28 federal charges. He was indicted on, what, one or two before just to keep him in town because he tried to get out of Dodge. Now 28 more federal charges, essentially of still trying to defraud investors. Federal Attorney Bill Elenfeld is in with us later on today to tell us more about that, what those indictments are all about, maybe a bit of how they came to uncover this. I know that Elenfeld, I've heard him say publicly that you know, everybody has known for a long time something was going on. When did they start to begin? Do they need to investigate it from a legal point of view? We'll talk to Bill Elenfeld about that coming up later on. So Nancy and I were out taking a little ride last night, um, and we discovered uh, multiple police cars in the parking lot at Perkins. Uh, we thought maybe we'd get pie and coffee. We like pie and coffee. Couldn't get in. Parking lot was blocked. If you were in there, I hope you're having good pie and coffee because you couldn't get out. Perkins was under at least a, a, an unofficial lockdown, if you will. Uh, there was uh, there were gunshots fired. What are they saying for sure, Howard? In the part, well, I'm going to go into that in just literally in just a minute or two. But um, they're not saying much. I think I know more than they're saying. But we'll talk about that uh, coming up as well. I will say there are no injuries. The investigations are continuing. A lawsuit out of Texas trying to keep Trump off the ballot in West Virginia because of the 14th Amendment. And oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Have the Mountain State Republicans gone berserk on this one? Press release after press release. Mac Warner, I, I can picture him just pounding the table in his press release. We'll talk about that. After five previous tries, all declared unconstitutional going back over a year, the Ohio Redistricting Commission has put another voter map forward. Will this one pass muster? Our old friend from the Ohio Capitol Journal, Susan Tebbin, has covered this story for the past couple of years. She's been with us numerous times before. She continues our coverage coming up a little bit later on today. And uh, as the uh, countdown to a federal shutdown continues, that's the key thing, right? U.S. Senate votes on a dress code. It's like, guys, probably there's more important stuff to do in the dress code. But Joe Manchin's the guy behind that. We'll talk about that. Plus, of course, slider on sports. Tony Caridi in the Mountaineer Report. Adam Fikes forecast and Taylor Long in the Ohio Valley Newsroom from WTRF-TV. But we'll talk about the uh, shooting at uh, Perkins coming up next year on the Watchdog Morning Show. And just a headline from the Morning Intel today that caught my attention. Once upon a time, this headline would have been one that sent fears through all of us. But this time, it's not that bad. It's just it sent me back a couple years thinking, what am I talking about? I'll tell you next on the Watchdog Morning Show. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes. Offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute. Establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff. Providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services. 
and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care at the right place at the right time. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. Hail WV. Off the left side, he'll go in untouched. Touchdown, West Virginia. He's This Saturday, WVU tangles with TCU in Fort Worth. And he's in. It's a touchdown to the end zone. And it is a great day to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. Our coverage begins at 5 on the official radio home of Mountaineer football. MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Man in Black, Johnny Cash this morning. I Thursdays are always our uh, country music bumper music day. And uh, that's a good one to start us off with. I do like Johnny Cash. I found myself in recent, I guess months maybe even, paying more attention to the music of Johnny Cash and realizing how good he really was. I mean, I obviously remember Johnny Cash in his heyday and he was here at the Capitol Theater a couple of times, the Jamboree and so on. But I just recently I've been here listening to some songs and thinking, this guy was really good, Bob. Well, I mean, a lot of the experts say he was the greatest of all time, uh, man in black. 720 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, looking for a rainy and cloudy day today. Daytime high around 68. 56 right now. Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 55 at the Highlands. 56 in Elm Grove. And 55 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I, I have been reflecting back on COVID days. I don't know why. I just, a couple of things have popped up. Well, let me get this straight. You were sitting at home, thinking about, listening to little Johnny Cash, thinking of COVID, Howard? Well, not necessarily. The, the two weren't necessarily related. I'm just sharing with you some of the things that have been going through my mind lately. But I, I've been thinking about COVID. And I, I still think we sometimes forget what that COVID time period was like. It was. I called it on the air, and it really was. It was the year America shut down. Businesses just didn't operate. To get to Walmart, one person had to walk out for someone else to go in. 
And we daily, and we did it every day, every single day, we had a little jingle we played, every day we counted the number of cases of COVID and the deaths from COVID. Uh, and they mounted up terribly. Now, this, this is not to be a scary thing, but I just I was reminded of that when I looked at the headline this morning in the Intel. Two Ohio County residents among the latest COVID deaths. COVID is still out there. Now, they were elderly, two women, aged 97 and 98 from Ohio County, were on the list of 11 uh, in West Virginia who have died in the past, I guess, in the past week. Um, and again, I'm not trying to suggest there's a, there's a you know, a horrible, oh my God, look out, what people are dying. It's just, it just resonated with me. Two Ohio County residents among the latest to die from COVID. There have been a total of 8,214 deaths in West Virginia attributed to COVID-19. And yes, you know, when I bring this up, some people will say, well, my God, 97, 88, they were going to die anyway. How do we know it was COVID? Um, you know, the problem is that COVID attacks those who are already weak and elderly. Uh, Nancy and I were just, again, yes, we were talking about this. Just the other day, Nancy and I were talking about how, how lucky she and I were, particularly me because of all my conditions, how lucky we were to get through the COVID days. You were lucky, Howard, but you were also extremely prepared. You were also extremely disciplined. Uh, the same with my mother-in-law. She just didn't go out of the house. You know, she just did not go out of the house. And uh, I, I think you and her and the, the folks that, that looked at it like that and, and stayed disciplined, and I, I think you guys were really, really ahead of the game. And I still give you uh, kudos to this day. I don't know if I could have done that, but you did yeah, we, we, we stayed in. Now, we were lucky, and again, we, we actually were talking about this this week. Uh, my son and daughter-in-law and Teddy kind of co-quarantined with us. You know, they just live right down the street. So the five of us did indeed co-mingle. We wore masks and stuff, but we, we did see it. My, uh, my youngest son, Jonathan, didn't see him for a year. Health, he works for the health department. He's no dummy. Uh, he would come and pull up out front stand outside his car and we sit on the porch and we talk but he wouldn't come in he was you know and in our house we had a whole different uh, approach i was in strangers house uh, five days a week i don't know because your job yeah. yeah three or four times a day it was just uh it was just a way of doing things um now i can remember some of those folks they needed us to be there but they wanted to keep their distance and it, it was and should and should and you you know you really everybody had to be on the same page there and uh and then, you know, my, my youngest son was coming and going. And I really thought that his activity was going to be the end of all of us because, you know, we were we were trying to, to stay up on it. But and he just I'm not saying he didn't pay any attention to it, Howard, but he was just young. You know, his his lifestyle, his his social life was just a lot different. And there were a lot of people who fought against it. Well, what's, I can go out. And you know what? It certainly had less of an impact on people your son's age in general. Then people my age, you know, I've got the age issue. I've got a thousand and one medical problems and the wrong, the wrong day. Uh, who knows? Well, my fear was that he would bring it into the house, yeah. you know, or around it. You know, his, his poor grandmother was trying so hard to, to avoid that. And uh, that's what I thought, you know, well, OK, a slip up here. That's just that's the same as me being around those people. But it, it all worked out. You know, it, it all worked out. And I am not implying I am not implying that there's a that there's a rush of fear or anything right now. I just the headline struck me to people have been dying from COVID ever since. You know, it's it's out there. COVID didn't go away. 
Uh, but the headline just struck me, two Ohio County residents among the latest COVID deaths. And it took me back to the days when every morning, every single morning, we reported on the COVID cases in Ohio County, COVID deaths in Ohio County, COVID hospitalizations. I think it just shows what a whack, uh, whack job I am because you know what, Howard, I, I think I make a conscious effort to block that out. I never think about that year and a half or whatever it was. And uh, I, I just I just don't. I just don't go back there. Every once in a while, Nancy and I watch a TV show that is set in the era of the pandemic. And then when, that's when you're reminded of what it was like when every, you know, you know, you wore the masks and you had to go through all of the rigmarole of being tested on, you know, and so on. Although I believe I think the federal government has now authorized money for testing again. So I think once again, if you need to get te- because for a while after they declared COVID essentially no longer a pandemic, uh, the federal money went away. I think now if you need to get a test, you can go get a test and it's paid for. Okay, so where are we now with the vaccinations? Or is that going to be a more there's a of new a one. push there's for that? A, there's a new one out. And um, let me grab this story here because they talk about it a bit. Uh, I'm, I have a, a routine doctor's appointment on Friday, and I will talk to him about whether I need to get the new one. I suspect he will say, yes, go, yes, go get it. Um, but uh, let's see. Uh, West Virginians aged six months and older are recommended to stay up to date with an updated 2023-24 COVID vaccine. Uh, it is recommended for most people five years or older and those who are in uh, compromised, immunocompromised positions may need additional shots. So see your doctor about that. But I believe, I think the government once again is now paying for them. So if you need them, uh, you can get them. Uh, so there you go. 727 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Again, I don't want anybody, I'm not panicking. That's not my point of this. It just took me back. It took me back to the day when every single morning we were sharing these numbers with you in a very frightening kind of way. And yes, go ahead. You, some of you are going to start, you know, sending me the texts about how it was all a scam, a scheme. The government was just trying to control us, blah, 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 blah. Well, the number of people dead from this kind of go against that but nonetheless there you go nancy and i were out last night um we had taken teddy to um an art class the stifle center we had about 90 minutes to kill so we just did one of our usual drives around town we drove up by perkins and i thought um, i actually thought hey you know we go in sometimes grab, grab a cup of coffee piece of pie felt like a piece of pie thought nice that chocolate silk pie would be good but as we got to perkins uh woo woo there were blinking red lights flashing like crazy the parking lot was blocked off. You couldn't get in. I think there were a total of five cop cars all around. And uh, over the course of the next hour or so, we learned that shots had been fired in the parking lot at uh, Perkins. Um, they recovered the casings. They have, according to the police officials that I talked to last night, quote, a Perkin, a Perkins of interest, a person of interest. They have a person of interest. Over the scanner, the word uh, someone has been arrested was used. But when I checked on that, I was told, no, no, it's just a person of interest. And when I asked what happened, you know, was was this some kind of a, I mean, it's, uh, frequently when we have gunshot, it's a, there's a reason for it. You know, it might be a drug deal gone bad, whatever. Uh, I, everything I have heard, read, and seen, but I have not had confirmed by the police Everything I've heard, read, and seen suggests this was just a random shooting. And indeed, uh, I heard that perhaps this person, whoever this person was, 
was simply shooting randomly into cars in traffic. You know, what I heard about this is I had a, a total di- different vision. I thought it was someone just down there shooting up in the air, not not particularly shooting at anybody. But, you know, either way, it's 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 not good. But if what you're saying, shoot, actually shooting at cars, that's, I mean, how dangerous is that? And now I, I want to quickly say, and I, I, I also want to say I, I, I did my part to try and get an official, to try and go beyond the official line with the police department, but I was given the official line. Uh, investigations are underway, and we're not sure exactly what happened. And, okay, I get that. You do want to investigate properly. But it is a little bit scary. Scary the right word? Scary to me. That You know, it's gunshots. And it wasn't a gunshot. Multiple shots were fired. And th- we're not just talking about a parking lot here. We're talking an area. Again, I'm trying to put two and two together, too, and I don't have even, either one of the twos trying to put together on uh, exactly what happened. But that's an area where homeless actually panhandles. How, well, they, do you they, think they, that's a coincidence here? I, 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 I am not willing to draw the conclusion that the homeless were involved. I will say this, that one of the cop cars was parked right beside the homeless folk that were there on the corner. Maybe they were just a witness, Howard. Well, that's no, no, no seriously, that's possible. I don't want to be pejorative towards them, but I think that's a legitimate question to raise. There are there are questions that I think need to be answered here, and I hope this is not sort of poo-pooed or shuffled under the rug. I, I, I asked if someone would be available to come on the air and talk to me this morning, and again, I was told that, well, we're still investigating. And, and, and I, 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 I'm seriously, I do get that. I mean, I do get that. They're, they're still, but I followed it pretty closely. Literally, we were there. We drove around. We paid attention to what was going on. We saw the things happening. I... Uh, like an old man, I pulled up my scanner in the car. I have a scanner. Pulled up the scanner so I could hear Get the, the scanner. Scoop, and listen to. I was doing my. I was doing my investigating, boy. Did you look around? Do you think there's any like cameras, uh, traffic cameras that they might be able to use, well, or I think maybe there are? I think there are in the Perkins lot. I'm I not would, sure, yeah, but I, I think I, I, I think there are. I would think they have cameras there for the lot. Here's the. Here is where I want to make some to tie several things together. Yesterday. I talked to you about the new gaming parlor being proposed where the old Spick and Span Cleaners building was. They've tore that building down. It's an empty lot now. Uh, the 19th hole directly across the street is going to have sort of an addition to the 19th hole. It's going to be their coffee and drive through or whatever. And they are going to have gaming in there. Ten machines, I believe, was the number I heard. If I'm wrong, I'm willing to be corrected. Uh, it's going to be a gaming parlor, an LVL parlor. Wheeling's Development Committee took a look at that uh, this week uh, and said, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, even though the administration said it is, it is near everything. I'm quoting here. It is near residents, churches, schools, and other LVL parlors, which it shouldn't be near. But we have no objections. And no objections were received. Now, I talked to some people in the Woodsdale area last night. See, I did a lot of work last night. <laughs> I checked on things. Um, and several of them said to me, well, who? yeah, there were no objections because nobody knew this was coming up. How did it get to the development committee? Well, there was no announcement. There was no newspaper story. There was no, I mean, I guess, uh, maybe, I don't even look at the agenda. I guess if you went online to the city's website, read the agenda for the development committee, who the hell does that? Even I don't do that, and I pay attention to this stuff. You might have seen a line item that said, you know, new LVL parlor. But so there were no objections filed. But who's gonna, who, who was going to object if they didn't know it was there? Now, I want to take that. Shooting at Perkins. 
vandalism of cars in the uh, Carmel Road area in the week, last week or so. And there was an incident that was being called a potential abduction of a young girl on Edgewood Street, where supposedly a guy in a car, I think it was in a car, came up and said, hey, little girl, I want to get in my car, that kind of thing. I, Again, I may be misstating the specific details, but it was, it was perceived to be uh, an attempted abduction. With all of that in mind, do we really need to add the mix of another gaming center right there in the middle of all this? And if you, if you put it on a map, you got Perkins down here. You got the, 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 the Woodsdale area where there's some problems going on up there, the abduction, the vandalism. Throw in, it's close to a school, to a, you know, LVL parlors and so on. Really? I mean, nobody thinks that maybe, just maybe, we should say this isn't the best place for it? I was thinking it could be used for the homeless, Howard. You know, get those folks off the creek bank, you know, and, and put them out there a real nice spot. Maybe Melissa's listening. They can put them a real nice spot out there. And then if the homeless uh, take the country living, maybe they can move on, expand out to Ogilvy Park a little bit. Howard, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Put there's, up a lot the, of, there's picnic tables, everybody. They'd be really comfortable out at Ogilvy Park. You, you have a strong feeling about this, my friend. Every day it gets stronger, Howard. <laughs> the uh, information that we have from the police department, I should, I've told you what I saw, what I heard, what I believe. What the police department is saying is the incident occurred around 5.30 on Wednesday, the shooting at Perkins. Uh, the gunshots, not shooting, that implies somebody was hit. Nobody was hit, to the best of my knowledge. No victim involved. Uh, but gunshots were fired. Around 5.30, multiple witnesses heard gunshots and called 911. Officers collected several shell casings, talked to witnesses who were there, and they are currently interviewing a person of interest. One vehicle in the parking lot was struck by one of the bullets. The scene was processed cleared around 6.45 p.m. The shooting remains under investigation. I will do my best to stay on top of this and try to keep, you know, try and keep getting info when I can and let you know about it. Uh, but I, again, I, th I think this is, um, I, this, I tie all of these things together and then I come back to this new gaming parlor and I ask myself, really, is it, with all the things going on, is this the right thing to do? Maybe if you're not too gun-shy, Howard, maybe on our way home to Elm Grove, we can get off there and see if it's business as usual there on the corner. I could have some pie. Oh, oh I, I, I thought you meant perfect. Yeah, okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, that's what I know. That's all I know, and I'm telling you what I know. 7.35, 25 to the hour here, Watchdog Morning Show. Roaming around 55 degrees, 56 at the uh, airport, 55 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove, 55 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam coming up in a minute or two to tell us about a cloudy, gloomy day with some rain in the forecast. But before we get to Adam Fike and the weather, let's get to Taylor Long in the WTRF TV7 Ohio Valley News Center. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this September the 28th. Some continuing coverage. The Wheeling Police Department is still investigating this morning after they received reports of a shots fired incident in the Perkins parking lot. Multiple witnesses heard the gunshots and called 911. Thankfully, no one was injured. Officers collected several shell casings and interviewed nearby witnesses. Police say they are interviewing a person of interest and the investigation is ongoing. Stay with 7 News and WTRF.com for additional updates. And in other news, Jeffrey James Morris, the owner of Rockspeed Development, was indicted on 28 counts of wire fraud and tax evasion. The indictment is connected to the defrauding of investors and his employees. 
He was charged by a special grand jury in Wheeling with 18 counts of wire fraud and 10 counts of failure to pay taxes. We have more details on this story on WTRF.com. And over in the Buckeye State, the state's redistricting commission has approved a set of state legislative maps. The Ohio State House and Senate for the maps have been ruled unconstitutional five times as the Ohio Supreme Court says they were unfairly gerrymandered in favor of Republicans. The newly approved maps would still give them the ability to expand or hold on to their supermajority in both the House and the Senate. The commission had until five yesterday evening to file the maps with the Ohio Supreme Court for review and challengers have one week to file a complaint. The commission is planning to meet again today to discuss any technical amendments, but barring any unforeseen changes or court rulings, the maps are officially set for at least the next eight years. And lastly, the American Heart Association is hosting its annual Ohio Valley Heart Walk today at Wheeling Park. It's a walk that raises awareness for people who suffer from heart conditions. All the details on that can be found at WTRF.com. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuard West Virginia. If you're looking for an affordable hotel with comfortable accommodations and a friendly staff, make sure to book your stay at Sleep In and Suites in Moundsville. It's a non-smoking hotel with an experience that is comfortable and soothing. With no shortage of comfy, fluffy pillows on a cozy bed, you're sure to have a great night's sleep. They also offer complimentary breakfast, free Wi-Fi. They have tons of amenities, and they're located in the heart of Moundsville. Book a room now at sleepinmoundsville.com. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 watts of total power. On WKKX and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. said this on the air for a while, but would it surprise you, Bob, if I said, I'm hungry? No, I'm not shocked, Howard. I am hungry this morning. My stomach is, you probably can't hear it uh, because the microphone is very selective. What it hears. My stomach is rumbling down there. I'm, I mean, I am, I am hungry this morning. I think part of the reason is I went to bed last night. One of the last stories I read was, as you all know, I read a number of the online uh, blogs and stuff about food. And one of them was a guy who had just done a taste testing of a variety of sausage and egg muffins. McDonald's, Wendy's, Starbucks, and others. And I read all about his efforts to try. 
And now I now now I got in my now I got in my head is this sausage McMuffins, you know, sausage muffins. But I'm I'm hungry. I don't you want me to say that. Well, I I haven't said it for a while. Let's put it that way. But it's all this Perkins talk, Howard. You know what it could be. You might be. It could it could exactly you could exactly be right. A couple of uh, quick texts here. <laughs> Our old friend Tom sends a note here. Okay, Tom says he loves you and Bob Howard from the pit. Oh, he must have been one of the ones I sent to the pit the other day. Morning, Tom. Tom to eat dog food. Okay. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that. And the uh, shooting at Perkins? Elliot's fault. Howard. Shooting at Perkins. Actually, it was Mr. Monroe. Mr. Monroe. Shooting at Perkins? Never happened during the Sparshane and McKenzie administrations. 194 days. Not soon enough. There is no signature here, but I have a feeling it probably is. Morning, Abe. Good morning, Abe. Absolutely. Uh, you can use the Frio Stack auction service text line 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or the Frio Stack auction service phone line at 304-232-8255. Speaking of, Howard, before we go to Adam, yes. uh, the auction yesterday in Brookside at 1 o'clock, at one o'clock was a huge success. You know why? Well, we helped out. Because we? we advertised. And uh, it was one of those times where that was the absolute best choice to make. If you were selling your property, the auction yesterday really shows you. They started at one, and I bet by one thirty. It was, it was all said and done. The buyer was happy. The seller was happy. Frio and Stack was happy. Everybody was happy, Howard. You know, one of the things that Jim Frio told me a long time ago, and it makes a certain amount of sense. I've never used an auction to sell property. But he said the thing you know when you sell a piece of property, when you sell a piece of property um, on your own, you know, you're going to sell your house or something, you set a price and somebody says, well, I'll pay you an extra 4000 and somebody says, well, I'll pay you the under 4000 you know, you kind of negotiate like that. One thing Jim said, he says, there's one thing you always know when you sell property at auction. You are getting the best price anyone will pay because it's an open auction. And if somebody will pay more, they'll pay more. And yesterday was one of those days, Howard. So I just want to make sure everybody knew that. So great job, everybody. Appreciate that, and um, however, we know is somebody who's going to do a business business in there. Do we have any idea what? It's Don't going to be? know for sure, but I guess there was two or three that was really, really interested, and that's what you want in auction. Yeah, sometimes it only takes two, but uh, the more the merrier. But when you want it, and I want it, Howard, that's when good things happen. Yeah, absolutely, seventeen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's time to talk about the weather. The morning meteorologist and the TV Seven Storm Tracker Seven Weather Center right now, Adam Fike. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm hungry. You know, you know, I'm not always hungry in the morning, but I am hungry this morning. Well, I'm hungry every morning, so well, I can't complain. <laughs> this isn't one of your, uh, your your McDonald's mornings, is it? Because if it was, I thought maybe I'd send Bob to run up during the news break and grab a couple of sandwiches. But this isn't one of those days, is it? No, that was last week. Ah, of course not. Good. Ah, well, all right. <laughs> All right. Uh, looks like um, there's good weather, better weather coming, but it looks like today is going to be a bit of a gloomy one, right? I think it's going to be, I would say, similar to yesterday. I mean, we're going to see a little bit more in the way of rain, but like yesterday, we're going to see a little bit of sunshine this morning, but it sort of turns back to gloomy this afternoon as we could see a few showers and storms. But like you said, very pleasant moving forward. I mean, next six, seven days, Everyday features at least some sunshine. They've seen some 
tomorrow the afternoon, then pretty much Saturday through next week. It's just going to be sunshine. Now, I haven't looked forward. I have not looked at the forecast, um, the Storm Tracker 7 forecast in the next week. But Bob says we may be looking into the uh, at 80 or more uh, for part of next week. Yeah. I told him I feel bad that I lied to you a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I said it wasn't going to hit 80 again. But you know, Howard, there's my one lie for the month. I saved it for the end of the month, so there, we're good. There you go. There you go. Speaking of the end of the month, that's the thing I said to Bob earlier this morning. You know, I've been talking about I'd like to hold on to summer, and, of course, we had the official start of fall, and, and it's been very fall-like weather. Um, and only in two days. In two days, September is gone. In two days, September is gone. I still feel like I want it to be July, and September is gone. I swear every time I look back, I'm like, where did this month go? Like, I was going back and I was watching some of my old videos from back in July. And I'm like, wait, holy cow, it's already September, almost October. <laughs> it is, yeah. And uh, if there's any, you know, although you, apparently we're going to be uh, much warmer next week, but still, uh, look at the calendar. If there's any question, we're heading right, we're rapidly running towards, uh, towards Halloween. Hey, Bob had a great idea for me for my Halloween costume. I want to see what you think about this. I, um, I'm scared. <laughs> he says he thinks I should uh, my Halloween costume should be Jim Justice Governor Justice well, I, think, well, I, well, I believe in goodness for everybody I think y'all should come out to my house and get goodness in my candy bars that I'll be hanging out the problem is I gotta get a baby dog to be there with me so I don't know about that but what do you think think I could be a good Jim Justice I mean, you just proved right now that you can be. Yeah. Adam, uh, how many dogs does DK have? Does she have a bulldog we could borrow? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stay out of this one. You can ask her yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I said I'm the one who hands out the candy at our house, have done for the last 20 years or more. Uh, I sit up front on the stoop and I hand out candy, and I think I'd be perfect in a gym job. I used to wear a monster mask, and I always have, I always have an animal with me. Do you know that, Bob? I always have an animal with me. What kind of animal? I didn't know you had animals. It's a, it's a little cow. It's a cow that I bought years and years ago at the beach. And every time someone comes up, I put candy in their bucket. And then I press the cow and it goes, moo, moo, moo. And the little kids laugh. And the older kids, I think, probably want to throw the candy back at me. There you go. Baby cow. Baby. So if I can't get a baby dog, it'll be baby cow. I'll be Governor Justice and Baby Cow. I like that idea. I like that idea. What are you going to be for Halloween, uh, Adam? I don't know yet. I was going to say I did Panda last year, so I can't do a repeat, but I don't know what else I would be. Yeah, well, maybe maybe you and your, your, your fiancé could uh, go as some kind of a team of some sort. I don't know what, but uh, do something together. She, she, was, she was thinking about, like, because we're going to do trunk or treat through church, but, like, she's like, oh, we should do Scooby-Doo. I'm like, nah. But nope. every idea she gives me, I shoot down. So I need to be more open-minded. Yeah, don't sco don't shoot down too many. You know, you, you you're still on. Uh, you haven't as uh, you know tied that knot yet. So you got to be careful before you start to shooting things down. I'm still on probation. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. Howard, I have a bulldog. That's off the Frio Stack Ox Service text line. Howard, I have a bulldog. He'd be a real handful. He'd eat all the candy. Yeah, that's a, of course, that, that's the potential problem. All right, let's run the forecast down real quick. Basically, uh, maybe some rain today, yes? Oh, likely rain showers. I expect most of that to start to pop in the forecast between that 
noon to 2. A lot of that will start to cross over I-70. Could see a few heavy showers. Could get an isolated rumble of thunder. Most of that affects eastern Ohio between 2 and 4, Panhandle 3 and 5. But then by dinner time, it's out of the area, at least widespread activity. Still could see a stray shower overnight. Any of that, though, wraps up by sunrise tomorrow. Then we'll clear skies out throughout the day. So by dinner time tomorrow, sunshine, temperatures in the low 70s. And then it's just sunshine and warm temperatures there on out. So Saturday, maybe clear 75. Both Sunday and Monday, clear skies, upper 70s. Then Tuesday and Wednesday, just a few more clouds, still plenty of sunshine. But that's when we can see our temperatures getting back to warm and sticky in the low 80s. All right, sounds like actually not a bad forecast at all, not a good, not a bad way to start October, I guess. It'll be a kind of a lingering summer to start off the first real. I mean, I think October as the first real month of fall started off with uh, with the summery temperatures. Adam, I appreciate your time this morning, my friend. Thanks very much. And um, what the heck, we should do it again tomorrow. What do you think? I think we should as well. All right, we'll do it then. Thanks. Talk to you tomorrow. Adam Fike, Big 7 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature hanging in still at 56 at the airport, 55 at the Highlands, 56 in Elm Grove, and 55 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, I got thinking yesterday when uh, I always check because I have these things bookmarked as different locations for temperatures. I get thinking yesterday, you know, I need to find a a Moundsville location that I can get a temperature from. We should give a Moundsville when we do that. We get to the airport and the Highlands. I do those on purpose because the airport is the official temperature. The Highlands is, well, high. Uh, Elm Grove is low. Here, we give it here. I probably need to find uh, someplace I can get a Moundsville temp as well. We need a weather contact down there, Howard. We do. Or or I need to find someone who's got a weather. Like, I have a weather station in my backyard. Well, my son has a weather station in the backyard. Somebody's got a weather station. And give me your coordinates so I can check your weather station. Maybe uh, John Marshall High School. We could. Uh, that's not a bad idea at all. Not a bad idea at all. Uh, 7.51, 9 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. And Mr. Slider is going to offer us up some sports in a minute. You want sports talk? We got the goods all night long. Tune into Sports Map Radio. Evenings and overnights on FM 98.1, AM 1600. We are the Watchdog. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. If you're gonna make a run and you plan on having fun, the one place you should know Gumby's Grab and Go New class, 
fresh faces. A new school year welcomes us in. It's back to school time. And we're here with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Oh, another story song. I want to tell you all a story about a Harper Valley widowed wife who had a teenage daughter who attended Harper Valley Junior High. Well, her daughter came home one afternoon and didn't even stop to play. And she said, Mama got a note here from the can you see Riley? Look at you, Howard. Hey, I know this kind of stuff. I love story songs. We talked about that. What was the one we had the other day? Um, jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Uh, uh, Ode to Billy Joe. Uh, Ode to Billy Joe. I, I love story songs. And well, that's country music, Howard. That, country music is story songs. So country music bumper day every Thursday here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is uh, 7 before the hour. Coming up in the next hour, uh, stick around because I think a lot of you are going to be intrigued by this. Uh, you've heard now that there are 28 more indictments brought against uh, Jeff Morris, the head of Roxby Development. So uh, Bill Elenfeld, federal prosecutor, is going to be with us to talk a tad about about those indictments and how they came to be and what they actually are, what are the details of it, and uh, is there more to come or is this it? We'll talk about all of that with Bill Elenfeld coming up next hour. And also you heard uh, Taylor Long talk about a new redistricting map in Ohio. Uh, the first five declared unconstitutional over the last couple of years. Susan Tebbin from the Ohio Capital Journal coming in to talk to us about that in the next hour as well. But most importantly, right now, it's time to hear from Slider on sports. The Pittsburgh Pirates winding down their season in Philadelphia for the second game of a three-game series with the Phillies. Bryce Harper's solo home run in the seventh inning gave the Phillies the lead, and they hold on, and they win 7-6 to six a day after clinching the National League's top wildcard spot. Gregory Soto struck out the side in the ninth for his third save, and the Phillies' seventh straight win. Connor Joe had four hits for the Pirates. Same two teams tonight from Philadelphia, first pitch 6.05. Then the Pirates host the Florida Marlins for three games this weekend. And then, Howard? Yes, sir. The season is over. That's Done. That's fall. Fini. It is it's over. NFL tonight, Thursday night football, the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. If you're thinking about laying down a bet, the, pa- the Packers, underdogs at Lambeau Field, getting a point and a half at home. Both teams coming off a win and are 2-1 and one on the season. Kickoff is at 8.15. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56. Do not want to re- have you relive bad moments, but uh, you, you almost broke up on the air yesterday talking about Brooks Robinson. Well, I think I did. I don't think I almost. Uh, I was trying to give you a little. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I went home and I tortured myself, Howard. I, I looked at all the tributes. I looked at But he was just a wonderful man, and a lot of people had trouble talking about Brooksy yesterday. And that was the point I wanted to make. I, I saw a number of TV reports and also uh, listened to a couple of radio shows, all of whom talked about Brooks Robinson. Again, as I said yesterday, and I'm not the great sports guy, I, the name was known to me, but not enough to – have an emotional connection but obviously there were a lot of of sports casters that i heard yesterday tv and radio that came close to where you were having a hard time even getting through the story he just was an incredible man and howard you know that i guess that's just the hazards of the business and i don't want to jinx him 
because I know uh, his health has been declining, but oh I'm boy. just going to give you a heads up right now. Oh if I survive Mike Lang, I won't be able to get out of bed for a day, at least a day. So I'm just going to give you a heads up right there. I'm not going to go down any bad roads, but we literally had one show we had to cancel. Well, Franco Harris, you know, we're getting we ready to, to go We had on to cancel there. the show. You were so emotionally disturbed by and that. And think about one day, what it's going to do to the whole state of West Virginia. You know, what do we have in this state? Well, we have Jerry West. And, you know, I don't want to jinx him, Someday. but he's getting up there. You know, we're all getting up there. And and, uh, and I thought about that. I thought, man, it's tough to be a sportscaster when those guys are your heroes and you just find out that they just died. Here is something that um, I have discovered as I age. People in what I would call my peer group or people that were folks I paid close attention to as I was growing up, uh, they're dying. I try to call – this is not funny. Every morning when I get in the car, I, I, I text to Bob and tell him I'm on my way to pick him up. And I did that today, and when I got to Bob's house, he wasn't ready. I wasn't was, on the porch. It was unusual, but okay, no big deal. He, went, he flashed the light to tell me he knew I was there. Um, but that was strange. And so I, I, I grabbed my phone because I used Siri, and I just, just gave him to talk to her. I pulled it out. I sent, uh, I sent the text to a friend of mine who is dead. I sent the text to a friend of mine. <laughs> so somewhere, a dead man's phone says, I'm on my way. It's, uh, it's a little frightening. But and if you get a response, we really have a, yeah, a show if, to talk if about. that guy said, oh, okay, well, I'll be ready, then holy mackerel sweet smigoli. Uh, all right, coming up uh, in the next hour of the show, as I mentioned, Bill Elenfeld is going to be with us. Susan Tebbin, Ohio Capital Journal, uh, is going to be uh, with us. We'll talk about... Uh, the Ohio redistricting maps that uh, I was mentioning. Uh, also, uh, in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to take some time to talk about the um, – there is a lawsuit that's been filed in West Virginia and a variety of other states, and it's by kind of a goofy guy, all right, but it's about this 14th Amendment business. The 14th Amendment, some people say, disqualifies Donald Trump automatically from being president uh, again. And uh, there is a, a lawsuit filed for West Virginia about that. We will talk about that. Meanwhile, from the Big Seven this morning, um, officials have confirmed a car has driven into a home in Martins Ferry, the intersection of Glens Run and Florence Street. The Ohio Highway Patrol was on the scene uh, with details of that. So a car drives into a home in Martins Ferry. Uh, details will be coming up uh, a little bit later on here and always at WTRF.com. ABC covers the world right now. Whenever he's away